better, X or Y? Also, a Chest Note Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the 24601 of this podcast. And I'm Kevin. I'm also a host, the 010101 of this podcast. Um... To all of the listeners who understood my reference, congratulations. You feel you can feel like you belong to something and have inside information on something that other people don't understand so that you can be horribly disappointed when it is never explained later. Mine was The Matrix. <laughs> oh, yeah? I remember that line from The Matrix. That was a good yep. line. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm reading The Matrix. Zero one zero 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 one 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 zero one zero. Just really beautiful writing in that movie. Just a real dedication to the craft. Oh yeah, calligraphy. I think it was the endorsed by the National Calligraphers Association. <laughs> and Jordan, do you um, do you, are you excited for the new Lemes? I have, having never seen a production of it before. What? Wait. Have you heard the songs? Have you listened I've to the I've heard music? like five or six of the songs. Uh, were they the good ones? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, are there, there bad only, ones? Like, uh, not really. I just, my only experience with Les Mis was um, a high school production of it. I, I haven't really watched or listened to it since. But it was a pretty good high school production, except for one guy who played like the priest at the beginning, who, spoiler alert, like... Doesn't call a dude out on stealing some stuff and gives him some silver. Or yeah, something. that thing that happens in the first five minutes. So you're gonna call it a spoiler alert, anyways. Yeah, spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> anyway, he has this song. This is the most famous part of the he book. He has this song, and it was this dude who had a really horrible speech impediment. I don't know why they gave him a part in this show, <laughs> but the song is like, "And the night is cold and weary, and it's very cold out there." Blah, 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 blah. He, he sounded like a cross between <laughs> Bing Crosby and Boss Ness. It was really terrible. <laughs> did he have the did he have the signature Bing Crosby jowls? Yes, he did. Did he have he the signature the Boss, <laughs> Boss Ness jowls, you mean? No, those were Bing. No. Those were Bing. Oh, yeah, Bing Crosby. Bing. Had those Boss Ness was actually jowls. based on Bing and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, now, t- hold on, Tyler. Was that at your high school? That was at my high school. That Why was, weren't you performing? I, that was before I went to that high school. My brother was in it, though. Uh, uh, who did? Who did? Who did? Father Master, of the Year, Cody Crumrine. Young Master Cody. <laughs> who did he play? He played. Was he the street urchin? I think he was something. He was maybe he was. I know in one show he was the get ready man, whose only job was to ride around on a tricycle and say "Get ready for the end of the world." I swear he was in Les Mis. Maybe he wasn't in Les Mis. He just had friends and I went to see it. I've got to think this he was in it. Riveting podcast. Thrill. Thrill as Tyler remembers his pre-elementary school days. Um, so, no, I was in middle school. Anyway. Oh, never mind. As you've gathered, this is a podcast where we answer would you rather in versus questions submitted by you. The listener. We take them, we hash them out here on the show, and we find an answer. And our first question is submitted by Elise Herzing, who, inspired by the wonderful, wonderful new um, photo that we have for the show on the uh, the podcast page on iTunes, and also in our hearts and on our Facebook, Jordan's wonderful Christmas photo. Um, uh, that's courtesy of Matt Schaefer. I just added the text to it. Uh... 
Which fashion trend on men is worse? Scandalously deep v-necks or scandalously saggy pants? Go. I would like to see these fashion trends reversed. I would like to see hip-hop and rap moguls wearing super deep v-necks, and I would like to see hipsters wearing very baggy clothing. No, both are both are happening. Both are definitely happening because there is some there is some rap moguls like Jay-Z who are like yeah, dog, I'm going to go to a grizzly bear concert. The band, Wait. not a bear. And then Are you talking about you talking about Jazzy? I'm talking about Jazzy Jeff. DJ Jazzy okay. Jeff. Um, okay, all right. Fresh now Prince I'm of Bel-Air fame. Yeah. And also um you have those hipsters who are buying clothes on the cheap that can't fit anymore or that are like <laughs> me and lose a bunch of weight and don't have clothes that fit anymore and are too cheap to buy new clothes, so just belt everything. <laughs> Well, I think there's, at least with pants, I mean, I guess you can belt. If you're wearing, like, baggy sweatshirts and stuff, you can't really belt that up without looking like a goth person. Um, I don't know, because at a certain point, deep v-necks are going going way too deep. Whereas baggy pants, you're always going to have yeah. Kevin, boxers at on. Some Kevin, point- how- how deep is too deep? Can you give us like a reference point? Yeah, I can give it to you. It's when your uh, V-neck is no longer a V-neck and it becomes décolletage. <laughs> if I'm gonna, I'm, I'll dial it back. If I can see your belly button through your V-neck, if I can <laughs> only see the then place at is which... it too low. That's <laughs> yes, the only that, well, point. that is only when that is it has become low. a Sasha Baron Cohen um, swimsuit. <laughs> is it too low? Because, look, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say, at least with a deep V-neck, you can show off them abs. All right? You've been working on your abs real hard. You can you can show You're thinking off. of a subterranean V-neck. <laughs> You're thinking of a V-neck which shows, like, 90% of the happy trail. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. With With baggy pants, it's just like... Hey, I'm I'm wearing Hanes. It's like nobody wants to really see that. Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and say that a V can go down parallel with the nipples and still be acceptable. Why else are they on men? Except for a deep V <laughs> reference point. That's why God gave them to Adam. Uh, uh, is there like a champion like for the V neck? Like somebody Josiah Cavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody who didn't get well, that joke. Hey, gross city folks, there's one for you. Go. He's the editor of the Quad. Go ahead and write some deep V-inspired well, poetry and send it on him. And there's Skippy too. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Skippy Anderson loves his deep Vs. But I'm saying, is there somebody famous? Because I, I do have a champion for you guys uh, for the baggy pants. The baggy pants. I don't know. I feel like the deep V has been shameful enough at this point that it really hasn't been embraced as much as just like, you know, casually worn. My, well, my... I guess it's been embraced, but I typed in deep V champion and it gave us deep blue, the chess computer. So <laughs> I well, guess I want to know which pretty... do you think I guess he's well, which do you think would deep blue? He's wear? pretty I think smart. He'd wear... he'd wear a deep V. I think so, too. All right, well, let me get back to my original point. Uh, our champion for baggy pants is none other than uh, Keenan Thompson, 
from all that bag and sag and berry. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it, remember how much <laughs> stuff he had in his he, pants? You have so he much. He had storage. Abraham Lincoln in his pants. <laughs> he had if we all he remember. He had El Gato in mis pantalones. <laughs> Oh wow! I really want to YouTube that. Um, oh, it's on there. I that is a great point. Like there, there are utilities to baggy pants. You can like store things in those bad boys. What? No, it's just gonna fall down. Like any weight that you put on those things are just gonna make yeah, them dude. fall down. Uh, not are if we, you're baggy we... pants with elastic cuffs. That can we baggy parachute or pants. suspenders? You. You could do suspenders, I guess, with baggy pants. Can we upgrade these baggy pants to baggy cargo pants? <laughs> yes. So that That's also, why they're baggy. Is because You have tons tons of pockets, and you also have that random hammer loop that you could theoretically like hold a hammer in, but nobody ever but does But instead, that. you clip a carabiner that is not cleared for climbing to that has all of your keys on it. <laughs> yeah. And your pockets, so you've got your PS... Vita, you've got your Game Boy, you've got your DS, you've got your iPod. You can't go anywhere without them. Oh, gosh. Oh, I've got to put up this aluminum siding. Good thing I got this hammer. Put in this hammer did loop. You guys oh, know, did you guys know a kid in middle school who had pants like that and then uh, attempted to fill every single pocket with something? Yeah, I love pockets. <laughs> well, most me. of them were filled with... Tyler, well, Tyler was one, that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> One pocket was filled entirely with pogs, and then the other was filled entirely with crazy. And bugs. the other was filled entirely with marbles. And, and the other then there's a little pocket for your shooters. The other had tech decks in it. <laughs> oh, stupid freaking tech decks! I mean, that's essentially. I think like baggy pants were were around in the '90s. The the deep V is a production of the 2000s. I yeah, I'd agree, but. The Deep V is looking forward to the future. Um, advantage fair, utility of the Deep V is you can hang your glasses on that bad boy. Well, that's and pretty cool. <laughs> that's you guys true. are forgetting the spirit of how this question was asked. She did not specify V-neck. She specified V-plunging cleavage, which in my sh- in my picture is me wearing a button-down shirt, and it's only buttoned like two buttons. Oh, so we're this thinking, is not. This is not we're thinking. Just, we're thinking like Margaritaville, folks. <laughs> so you well, the problem I mean, with V-Nex that is then, a subset of this, but yeah, deep V's, and it has to be scandalous. These are scandalously deep V's and scandalously saggy pants. I think that's the operative word here. Well, and I think anybody can do a saggy pants. If you're going to do a deep V like Jordan's talking about with some, you know, with just a couple of buttons, you got to have chest hair that's going to grab some eyes and you got to have a gold chain. And also like that's grab any passing Velcro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so, Kevin, are you uh... suggesting that we call any super deep V shirt instead of a V neck a T neck? Like Mr. Uh... T, one that he might wear? That's true. <laughs> With lots of chest hair and gold chains. I suppose. I just, you know, there will come a day if that prevails, you know, the deep V style prevails, that people are going to be, men will shave their legs to attach that hair to their chest. Yeah, that's a good and point. And it will be, be a glorious time. And are You're we going to get men haven't already. Are we going to get a V-neck uh, shirt that has the same type of V that a cardigan sweater has? <laughs> 
Well, I can only imagine that there are pattern. people wearing cardigans with no undershirts at this point. Ooh, that's has has no one has no <laughs> one jumped scandalous. on that style yet. Hey, I'll wear it. I'll wear it in the box office on Thursday. Enjoy your think, enjoy your show, ma'am. Think about these two styles in terms of readiness to do something. With those super saggy pants, you are ready to go to the bathroom at any moment. That's true. And that's a, that's important because sometimes you don't have time. I mean, especially you definitely don't have time to have a button. But fly. Kevin, Nobody you are not ready that. to run away from anything that is fast. Yeah, that's a that, good point. That's true. But if you have the deep V. You're ready to strip that shirt down. All you have to do is just kind of pull it off to the side a little bit, and you're ready for a bare knuckle boxing match. You got yourself shirtless. Or if you want to jump, if you want to hulk out, you already have like the perforated like guideline of where to start. Yeah, ripping. it's like <laughs> a is, please cut here true. thing on a bag. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. We need to take a vote on this. I think we've talked about it enough. Um. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh... I'm going to go with baggy pants uh, because I just have a vendetta against V's. <laughs> Kevin? I'm going to go with deep V's because with a deep V-neck, you could potentially turn that thing around, put the sleeves on your legs, and have yourself like a jumpsuit type situation. You can't do that Wait, with baggy pants. What's, what's you can't going – hold shirt. on. What's going in the, the, the head hole in this scenario? Uh, well, if you're going to have a baby, you can pop that It's actually, right yeah, it's, a, it's maternity shorts. It's, yeah, this is, the V is a maternity clothing. Um, and I'm going to go with the deep V, because I got to go go with the Jojo, Jojo Kavanaugh. He's, he's the, the man whose chest hair sunk a thousand ships. So, thank you so, I hope so much for your question, so, Elise. And next, loose chest hair sink. And ships. next time you have to go on a date with a dude, pick out that guy with a deep V, because he's she's got nothing to hide. <laughs> um, our next question comes to us from Pimp Lobster on Formspring, our most elusive, uh, shy listener. Love this guy with the best name ever. Who would like to know? Would you rather? Find a mysterious $5 bill in every load of laundry or have a 10% chance of pulling out a $50 bill every time you pick your nose. <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh. Wait, hold on. Is so the some $50... serious math in this. This is basically an SAT question. Is the $50 okay, right. bill in my nose? Yeah, it's you have a $50 bill, oh, but it's gosh. covered in snot. Well, not only that, if you when you're picking out that booger and you're pick, picking out that fifty dollar bill, oh, hello, paper cuts all over the inside of my uh, nose hold on, that hold will on. never wow. heal. When have you gotten a paper cut from a dollar bill? That's true. They are made of like cotton. They're made of cotton. Sorry, yeah, cotton cut. Fine, cotton cut. I mean, that's gonna swab you out in the inside when you pull out that. No, that's dude, not when how, you pull out when you yank works. out that fifty dollar bill, it's just gonna unleash like a torrent of snot everywhere. Which is going to be kind of gross, but you're also going to, like, breathe so clearly. But the thing is, though, this is 1 in 10. This is a 10% chance of a $50 bill. You're going to have, like, a serious picking habit. Well, Tyler, how often do you pick your nose versus how often you do your laundry? Oh, that's a good point. Because you do your laundry probably, like, what, once every two weeks? 
I don't know. It got to a certain point in my life where I realized that I had enough t-shirts that I could <laughs> just buy more underwear and not have to really worry about rotation as <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, I did that. I just did every that month, you just buy more underwear. Um, but Yeah, but look, there's no limit. I can do laundry every half hour. Yeah, and watch your water and, bill and, skyrocket. Yeah, and every Kevin, time oh, you do laundry, it's going to be, that's like five bucks in water. Kev, yeah, you're in New York, And man. detergent. Do you have oh, guess do you what? have a laundry service in your apartment? Uh no, and guess what? Even if I did, uh I don't pay for water. The city of New York pays for my water. So take that. Uh, do America? you have a laundromat that you go to then, Kevin? That's yeah, how true. Much how much is and how much let's get some cost ratios okay. here. How much you actually okay, make? One load one load of laundry, dry and wash, is gonna cost me let me let me price this out here. Um, podcast. You can't see this. Three dollars. Lights it's, it's, are turning on. Gears are turning. Smoke is coming out of his ears. Three dollars and fifty cents. So you're making so a dollar fifty. I'm netting a dollar fifty just for washing Kevin, clothes. And that takes what? Two hours? Yo, Kevin. No, Kevin. How much money does it cost me to pick my nose? <laughs> All of your dignity. Yeah, it does That's cost what it costs. Oh, no one said you had to do this in public. It's yeah, but but you're gonna look. I know myself, and <laughs> I am going to want that 50 so bad that any chance I get, like, oh, is nobody looking? Let me just j- – oh, shoot. Oh, somebody came around the corner. Now I'm hoisted by my own petard. Um, like, you could be on a date and be like, don't worry. I've got this. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> uh, unless it was like, nope. Sorry. I'll try again later. <laughs> Hold on, though. I mean, uh, the five the five lady listeners of, of- – Ninjaverse podcast. Please. I I can only imagine that they're like a siren at this please, point, <laughs> like please. some monster with five five women coming yeah. out of it, luring men to their deaths. <laughs> please write on our Facebook wall and tell us that wouldn't it would it not be the best date if at the end of the date your date just says I got this, reaches up into his nose, pulls out a fifty, gives it to the waiter. <laughs> No one will accept that. Like, hey, no one will take well, that. It's U.S. currency. They have to take it. They are um, required by law. What? I don't think so. If you if you like take a dump on a dollar bill, I don't think banks have to take that. I, think they uh, do. I don't want to test this or think about it. Um, <laughs> but you would be a pretty sweet magician with one trick that that works one tenth of the time. <laughs> Actually, oh shoot, you would be. A god among men with like eight year olds, because they would just be like, "This dude's picking his nose and he's pulling money out. Like he is our king. Like what what throne can we give him?" Oh shoot! Wait a second. We're overlooking a very important word in this question. What's that? You aren't just finding finding any five dollar bill in the laundry. You are finding a mysterious five dollar bill. Oh, what? This $5 bill is covered in layers of intrigue. Who knows where it came so you're from? you're saying Maybe this it is, has the power. I'm saying that this is a literal money laundering scheme <laughs> that you find yourself involved in. It's, it's the, the most <laughs> modest mafia money laundering operation there is, and you are caught up right in the middle of it like Joseph oh, Gordon. What if modest there's mafia some... is my favorite indie group. 
What if there's some <laughs> adorable, like, Looney Tunes Mafia member who's like, which way do you go, George? Which way do you go? And he thinks that money laundering is just, like, sneaking fives into people's clothes before they go to the laundromat. Uh, I-, I did what you asked, boss. Oh, shoot. There are so many layers to this. There are so many possibilities. Like, this could be – this five could be the next national treasure. Yeah, because if it's a mysterious like, $5 it. bill, I can't think that, like, it's going to be, like – a predictable you got it thing i mean it's always going to be there but there's always going to be like a layer of like intrigue and confusion and fear to it yeah but mysterious doesn't always mean great it just means at one point like oh you could be walking through the woods and you're like oh that's a funny looking rock that's mysterious and you go up and look at the rock and it's just a rock (laughs) (laughs) that's what i do but all of my dates in the woods me and lady walking around hey that looks that looks mysterious Let's look at that mysterious rock. Um, but every time you do laundry, you get a new five, and it's a new mystery. Th- like, this is like Scooby-Doo type business. Like, oh, man. it's Actually, it's always just going to be Mr. Johansson, and there's always oil on the ground, and that's why he wanted to chase everybody away. Well, Mr. Johansson does own the laundromat, so it makes sense that it was him. <laughs> yeah, there's another very important factor that you guys are forgetting, and that's time. Because it takes, like, an hour to do your laundry it takes like five seconds to pick your nose so if you're constantly picking your nose for an hour i've got to imagine even though, at that... a 10 percent rate you're gonna be making bank once you're also gonna be destroying the lining of your nose i'm assuming though that like once you've got your your channels clear like once once those tunnels are like free of debris you're gonna have to wait until there's some buildup to try again because otherwise it's itching. Free of debris is a phrase that I hope to hear on every infomercial from here on out. <laughs> Free of debris. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Like there is only so many times you can pick your nose before it just tar- before your finger is just covered in yeah, blood. Oh, man, a bloody I mean... snotty $50 bill. Uh yeah. Oh, did you steal you this from just, a even if you just fifth grade bank robber? If you just pulled one fifty out a day. Oh would... wait, what if what if you were mysteriously murdered, and they find your body, and there's that last fifty in your nose? And they're like, "What is this?" That's true. There's your other. There's the other side of your mystery, Kevin. <laughs> Jordan. If you pulled out 150 a day, you would still be below the poverty line. Yeah. So but don't try to make that your job. I'm, yeah, but I'm saying, like, that would be a good supplemental income. That's like taking a part-time evening job, like, at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but then all your evenings are taken up, like, oh, do you want to go see them go to a movie? Like, no, man, I got to pick my nose. Oh, uh, but yeah, I, you're I, picking I, it just... I mean, you got movies are dark. You can do it. You got a ten percent chance within like fifty picks. You're probably gonna pull a fifty out. Oh, we're we're going line dancing. Uh, you want to come along? Oh yeah, as long as I can pick my nose under this ten. Speaking of country events, what if you lose your wallet, Kevin? The ability to do laundry and get a mysterious five dollar bill isn't gonna come in handy because you can't even do laundry. But oh yeah, it you is lose your because and my you... laundromat takes cards. Um, what about if you are asked to work a booth at your local fair and you ha- don't have anything prepared? You can just be like, for a dollar, you can pick my nose. Ten percent, you find a fifty. 
Wait, is it anybody can pick your nose and get a 50, or is it that you have? I don't know if you have the, like, Midas touch with your boogers or not. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Are these Midas boogers? I think they Midas be. Oh, man. What if you <laughs> met your girlfriend and she thought that was your chief defining characteristic? Would it not bring new meaning to the phrase gold digger? <laughs> I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But I she, but she ain't messing with nobody who doesn't pick their nose and get a 50 out. That's how that song goes, right? Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, we have to take a vote on this. Uh, Kevin, what's the deal, Leo? Mysterious $5 bill? Because there is a 120% chance that that bill has the power to bring Abe Lincoln back and we can solve crime. I'm going to go with Boogery 50 because as gross it is, as it is, I'm a poor person working in the arts and it got no money. <laughs> Come on, I need Santa needs a new reindeer. But- <laughs> Jordan, I'm gonna go with the uh, nose picking Philly fifty dollar bank in Philadelphia phenomenon, <laughs> starring Tony Danza. <laughs> picking Philadelphia. Uh. So thank you so much for your question, Pimp Lobster. And the next time you have to choose between mysterious fives and boogery fifties, go ahead with those fifties because the yield is is worth it. Now, last week we had our first audio question, which was really fantastic from Tolia, getting the ball rolling, and we made a call for more audio questions. And actually, this week, we got a question from you, Jordan. Did I? Yes, I I mean... I guess I didn't say that you couldn't submit a question, but I was pretty <laughs> surprised when I uh, I received this in our email. So let's let's go ahead and hear what Jordan has to say this week. Uh hey guys, it's me, Jordan. Hey, I know it's kind of weird that I'm asking a question on my own podcast, but uh. I thought it'd be kind of interesting, kind of punny. Uh, get it? Because I like puns? Well, uh, anyway. I thought it'd be kind of punny if I would ask my own question on my own show. And my question is, who do you think would last longer in the zombie apocalypse coming in a couple weeks, of course? Me... Or Kevin. Tyler, you're not included in this question because everyone knows that you would die first. So, that's my question. Yeah. Oh, big shout out to my friend Matt Schaefer. Uh, He's probably one of the coolest guys I know. And uh, I do not hold him personally responsible for this question. Why would I? Because I'm asking it, so... I will forgive him for for this question and and everything after that that he does bad to me. And I also think he's easily probably the most attractive guy that I know. So not that I'm gay or anything, but anyway, probably going to go watch some video game speedruns and listen to some indie music. So uh, take care. Uh, Waka, waka, waka. Um, so, <laughs> so thank uh, you for that, Jordan. 
Oh my god. Well, I'm oh. going to rescind the compliment I gave Matt about. Uh, oh gosh. You're about, such an Indian oh giver, gosh. Jordan. Yeah, about that. Jordan, I never realized you could be so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of insulted that... Um, that you assume that I would would die right away, but I think that that is pretty obvious. Well, you can be a zombie then, Tyler. Would you like to? Would you like to be the zombie that we are pitted up against? Oh shoot! So you guys have to? No, I don't want you guys killing me. Yeah, Kevin. To be part of the Kevin when Tyler Kevin when Tyler becomes a zombie, <laughs> do you want to do the honors or should I do it? I, I'm willing to do it. Well, are we both gonna have a gun? Uh, we have we have cricket bats because evidently in every zombie apocalypse now cricket bats are readily available. Well, why don't you take the face and I'll take the back of the head? And we'll just kind of do, do a sandwich like a sandwich effect. Yeah. All right. And then it'll just kind of pop like as it, you know. <laughs> this right. is making me all kinds of uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So I like that's how I always envisioned it happening, and I envision it pretty regularly. Um, uh, but uh <laughs> my my stomach hurts from laughing and my soul hurts from this discussion. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I mean Tyler, you don't want to live on as a zombie, do you? No, yeah. Come on. You used to say that oh, the zombies there's, can't learn to love. There's no cure. Zombies have no soul. They can't. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, no. They can't and there's no cure. Um All right, so the well, question is Jordan or Kevin? Who would live longer in the zombie apocalypse? And you can both make arguments for yourselves and against each other. And I will moderate and add bits of flavor as I come up with them. Oh well, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna side with Ke- I'm gonna say Kevin. Oh wow! Really? Oh really? Oh, bold gosh, move! Wow, bold move! Right out the ahead. gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is that? Um, why is that, Jordan? Uh, yeah, because it's give a clever a... gambit to make Kevin argue for me instead. <laughs> I don't think that's Wait, how it works. Think... I don't think you're forcing him to argue. Oh, not, I'm not okay. Well, then, I if think, I have to, I think he could just say thank you. Yeah, I'm just gonna say me the whole time. Um, no, I, I okay. I'll, I'll do a little. I'll do a little devil's me advocate. Um, point for Jordan. Uh, he's got, he's got some some. Uh, I don't know, extra bulk on him, and so he could survive for longer without food. That's true, Kevin. You um, are basically a skeleton already. Yeah. Well, point, and that's a thing. Point for me. I get spooked I'm so most pale. times we start this podcast. I'm like, is that a skeleton ghost? Oh, no, it's Kevin. <laughs> I'm so pale and emaciated and thin-looking that I think zombies would be like, oh, somebody's already taken care of that. Thing. Oh, no, that's a, good, that's a good point. Yeah. You might survive so like, longer just gonna because you're just going to blend in. Well, yeah, I'm just going to blend. But not necessarily. I mean, Kevin's so pale that, I mean, he'll blend in with the snow during winter, but during the bright summer months and during evenings, like any amount oh, of yeah. light any amount of light's gonna that sheds on him. on him is going to make him glow like a disco ball. So <laughs> That doesn't happen to zombies? No, they're they're. Uh, that's just vampires. It's only specific uh, undead that sparkle <laughs> in the light. Beautiful, beautiful vampires. Kevin um, does it, have vampires. Advantage Jordan. He is an engineer, 
So he's going to know like Ooh. how to get those cars running again. He's yeah. going to know how to like siphon stuff. And, and I mean, like, I've create played... weapons a la Resident Evil where you like combine an herb and a grenade and you yeah. get like a machine gun. And I have played Team Fortress 2 and I know that engineers in that game have the ability to throw down turrets. So <laughs> I naturally right. They will. can also so... make they can also make teleports. Teleport. And and really specific references that nobody's gonna get. Welcome to Ninjas um, vs. Podcasts. Let's now, um, what do you? Point how do you, for me though, okay. I mean, I, I think that I would have if we encountered any other survivors. I think that my personal dynamism and ability to project <laughs> would uh, maybe rally the survivors, maybe a little bit more, so that you know we were an effective fighting force. Jo- Jordan's voice though naturally carries. So that has pros and cons. Survivors are going to find him because his his low register voice is going to be echoing off the, the walls of the city. But also that's going to draw in zombies um, to the, his, his naturally Squidward tentacle um, <laughs> dictation. Now, guys, how, the warble how you, of his warble. How do you think <laughs> these zombies would react to puns? Um, I don't know. I don't. They're pretty don't brain they... dead already. Oh, well, wait, no. If, if, <laughs> if you're exhibiting pun strength, that means that you have a mind that's, you know, working and very juicy. So wouldn't they be more attracted to that? So wouldn't, if you're making all these puns, they're like, oh, this dude's got some brain that I can eat. Is that that's how it true. works? That's true. Yeah. Puns, the ability to make the puns ones first. signifies intelligence. Oh, Yeah. Hey, puns, I, I have always said, puns are the most work for the least return. Like, they take a lot of thought and effort, and they're universally met with scorn and derision. So, you put in a lot of effort for not a lot of getting back. Um, Have either of you played sports in your life? What sports experience I do you have? Because played... sports people are the best at escaping zombies, I'm told. I have played Wii Sports. <laughs> okay, so if you you can potentially bowl them down, that's one option. I have also played Wii Sports Resort. Oh, so you can throw frisbees to them? Exactly. <laughs> I I have lethal frisbee throwing. Frisbee. Um, I do go running sometimes, and <laughs> Jordan uh, has never done that. Last Tuesday, I touched a goose on my run. Oh shoot! There was a. Big old flock of geese, and they were standing right on the path that I was running on, so they started to waddle out of the way, and I said, not fast enough, and I touched the wing of a goose. And were you able to escape the goose? Was it angry? Yes, Okay. it was, and the next day, they it were was, on the same path. It was waiting outside <laughs> with a your window bat. with a baseball bat in his hand and kept pointing at you. So, you're saying it was an angry bird? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly what it was it's, yes um uh that that franchise is really i'm so glad that they make so I'm many so different, glad uh, they like, made angry birds star wars i'm so glad they made did they really yeah mm, they did now that's, available supposedly it's the Android best angry birds and yet. apple app store 
who do you think would lose hope first in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, oh I would already. I would within ten seconds. I've already thought this through. <laughs> I didn't bring it up earlier because I wanted this question to drag on a little longer. But I have given serious thought to how I would approach a zombie apocalypse, and I can honestly say I'd be like. Well, now's as good a time as any to commit suicide, so I don't get eaten by the zombies. So, Kevin is Irish, um, so he'd start eating children and potatoes first. <laughs> well, that's true. Just pump a little Guinness in me, and I could probably survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I would get, I would get super berserker strength. Yeah, it's because what is a zombie apocalypse other than just like a really big soccer riot? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's how I'm pretty sure that's how they're supposed to start, right? The zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Starts with a some soccer hooliganism and then uh proceeds to the living. They dead. start using a brain as a soccer ball and they're like, Man, we've been working up an appetite <laughs> And they're like, Well this is wicked good. Uh point for me, I have uh played multiple times and beaten the game Plants vs. Zombies. Ooh. <laughs> but do you have any gardening skills, Jordan? Yes. Ooh, I had a cat. Point for me once. though. Would you say that um pressing down on your phone screen so many times gave you a green thumb? No. <laughs> I I played more of that game on my computer, so Oh well. Um point for me <laughs> Comment retracted. <laughs> if it came down to it, I would have no qualms about eating human flesh. You know, like if there was a dude that, you know, like it was a group of us, you know, like three or four or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, got to eat somebody. Boom. I, done. All right. I'll cook them up. Now, would you eat zombie flesh, Kevin? Can you do Does that? Does that make you a zombie? Thought, I'm not sure. I think that's. No, the... it doesn't make you a zombie. It just gives you wicked indigestion. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Like you are, you are going to be, it's going to be gonna be poop well, train why for have like we not days. seen a movie yet that has like some badass and he's like you're not gonna eat my brain and then he like punches a zombie and eats his brain uh i don't know i think uh dibs dibs on that I idea see that <laughs> just uh except it's, gonna be, it's called... gonna be a stage play um a lot it's of gotta have tickets. bruce campbell it's gotta have campbell's soup it's gotta have bruce springsteen it's the match made in heaven. Um, who do you think would taste better out of the two of you, though? I mean, I don't, I don't ever imagine that I would taste very good. That's true. Kevin is, you he's know, he's stringy. Jordan's, yeah. Jordan's, you know, out in the country. You know, he's got all that clean air. Whereas Kevin is basically like a repository for all of. New York's disgusting odors and and residues. Also, and I am vapors. I am smog. Who knows the, what they the have substance. in that? Kevin is smog. He does own um he does own a pile of treasure in Mount Doom <laughs> or the Misty Mountains. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> um, two quick points for me. Uh, I do have a sword in my possession that was bought for me. By a vendor in Chinatown. What variety of sword is it? It's actually a Japanese uh, one of it's it's the uh, the smallest of the three set of samurai swords, the tanto. The tanto. Uh, How long is it? But it was, uh, it's like uh, eighteen inches. Okay. okay, that's got some zombie killing. What is the best weapon you have in your house, Jordan? Uh, I'm gonna look around. All right, actually, no, <laughs> Kevin, do you have that sword within? Let's say six feet of you. 
Yes. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, within six feet of me, the best weapon oh, I can see is half of an artificial Christmas tree. <laughs> that has good. longer reach. It's it's uh, made of not metal. only is it within six feet, I am I am in a rolly chair. Oh so wow! It's basically like eight inches. <laughs> All right, I think we need to take a vote on this. Um, Jordan, are you gonna go with yourself or go with Kevin? I'm voting for Kevin. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kevin, are you going with yourself or with Jordan? It was a ploy this whole time. Jordan was just trying to convince me that he was going for himself. Um, I'm going to go with me because I have a beard. Oh, I have wow. a beard too. No, you yes, don't. I do. Yours is a goatee. No, it's, yeah, a, it's a full goatee. beard. Where? No. Angle. Hold on. I only see goatee. Get in the light. I am yeah. in the light. Mine is okay. more. That's no, no. Mine is more robust. Uh, I just came out of interview season and have a job now, so I'm, <laughs> I'm limited by. This is literally like two weeks of growth, so that's all I got right now. I'm building the winter coat up. Suck it, corporate America. And I, <laughs> I will also... post my beard strength on the MVP wall in all of its <laughs> Amish glory. All the way from Lancaster. And I will go ahead and vote for Kevin as well, because he's, um, as uh, fan Cole Ross of Watch Out for Fireball has pointed out, Kevin is from Mafia Country. So he has <laughs> some skills at his disposal. For disposal. So thank you so much for your question, Jordan. And um, it was really considerate of you to go to all the extra effort of recording a submission outside of this podcast. And Matt Schaefer, if you're out there listening somewhere, know that I think you're a pretty cool guy, too. Completely unrelated to this question. <laughs> uh, good times. Can, can I just say for one second, off the record, uh, when he did the, the laugh, the pun laugh, <laughs> that was glorious. That was, like, spot on. It was really good. So, all right. So, way to time in. Wait, wait, to, wait to go. Um, our next question comes to us from Matt Schultz, who wants to know: Battle for honey. Who likes honey more, bees or bears? Go. Well, bees make it. Yes, but you see, I feel like that's the thing. Like, if you have mm -hmm. a lot of something, you start to take it for granted. Uh, and like, you're, yeah. you're implying that, you know, like, because it's the bees, like, day job, like, they don't really love it because it's Yeah, work. I feel... Right, you can't love something that you work for. Um, dis like, it, yeah, you know, I they say money. distance makes the heart grow fond. <laughs> and I'm real fond of cash right now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh i got bugs on my skin but like bees uh, it's like oh yeah this is this is something i have whatever it's part of my lifestyle whereas bears are like this is this is gold this is good food gold this is so this dope. is the best thing ever um, well plus like bees are forced to make it like there's a whole monarchy that's making them that's forcing them to make this this honey and it's a whole class system like the worker bee Actually, yeah, the worker bee is not going to see any of that honey. So I think that he wants it more than that bear. He's like, look, I made this all day, and it's just going into the coffers of the king and queen. So you're saying there should be some kind of like bee Robin Hood to redistribute the no, honey? No, we need a bee. Yeah, a bee we need a bee Karl Marx. 
You need BB Hood. <laughs> we need B Vladimir Lenin to rise up uh the B proletariat. The the prolabiliat. Pro- 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 um the Bletariat. Can we workshop <laughs> this some more? <laughs> well yeah, let's uh the B Bela pro prola uh B B Well no watch, worker, hold watch on the worker Kevin bees and Jordan in their are... native in, uh environment as they craft a joke. The worker this bees rise up against the bourgeois bee. <laughs> the joke is in progress. <laughs> um <laughs> the hunt for the joke has begun. Uh um, yeah, so like so they they're right next to it. They're right next to that honey all day, and they can't get to it. Advantage bees also that like honey is something that is very necessary for their survival. Bears can get along without it. Um, they can eat salmon. I don't know, whatever berries, bark. What better? What better way to garbage. enjoy salmon than wrapped in honey? Like honey salmon. So good. that's a good point. I have some salmon in my freezer that the actors left over in their fridges. Um, but. All disadvantaged bees, who wants to eat something that, like, is made of, like, spit and stuff Insect that comes out vomit. of your butt? Yeah. Well, bears do. Oh, they know. So this is like an, this is like an Upton Sinclair. It's like an ignorance uh, is bliss type. type thing. Bears are like, yeah. I don't know where this came thing come from, because I'm a bear and I'm dumb, but it also, tastes real good. Why am I hurting right now? Yeah, what advantaged are these things bears. They like honey so much that they will willingly get stung by bees for it. But then again, bees love honey so much that they will die stinging a bear for it. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, that's a very good point. Um, but a like a bear's love for honey has spawned the wonderful, wonderful Winnie the Pooh stories and films, whereas. Like the really only like B multimedia stuff is B movie, and that was the, uh, yeah, the B that Jerry loved a, that loved a the human, passion of Jerry Seinfeld who loved a human more than they even loved honey. Like, come on, there's no bears who love humans more than honey. Wait, they have love you honey seen B movie, Tyler? Nah, it just is like there's a bee and a girl. That's all I know. It's that like sounds, it's like Jerry like... Seinfeld. It's like Jerry Seinfeld falls in love with. Uh, he's a bee, and he falls in love with a woman, and then like he goes back to his apartment and talks to his friends about this the situation, right? What? <laughs> Why is my stinger so delicious? Why is it the human girls always want to smack you? What's the deal with all this honey? <laughs> uh, uh, it was her- it was horrible when Michael Richards made that racist joke about bees. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that was really insensitive. Uh, they're our only ally. That's oh wait, that's that's another thing though. Um, bees are God's perfect killing machine, and <laughs> what? So... Wait, why? Hold the phone here. <laughs> what? They no, die they while killing things. How's exactly. that perfect? That's exactly. They oh, make so you they never swell. feel re- they never they feel remorse. Swarm? Oh man, I organized <laughs> bee drives at my school with the Adels. The best fraternity ever. We donated bees to third world countries because bees can pollinate crops. They can make a cash crop with honey. And if warlords try and come and take your stuff, you got bees. Now, Three what kind of, donation plans. What kind of bees are they sending? Like if you're sending honey bees to Africa, won't that just make them become Africanized honey bees? And then you're going to be sending them killer bees. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then warlords, man. Wait, warlords. Would 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 the head of that would the head of that bee colony be the African queen? <laughs> yes, exactly. Boom. Um, um. All right, back to honey. Um. Bears do dig it though. Yeah, but bears sleep for half the year. Like if they really cared about honey, they would spend that hibernation time trying to get honey, or at least dreaming about it. They just sit there and eat porridge. Hey guys, I think we know that there's there's someone who loves honey more than bees or bears, though. So much that he um, masquerades as a bear to get honey. Wait, is this the grizzly man? No, this is our good friend Nick. Nicholas Cage. Our good friend Nicholas Cage, <laughs> who will not only take that honey, but will, will remind everyone that no amount of stinging will bring back your goddamn honey. Hey guys, there is a really important angle to this question that we have not explored. I want to know it. I need you to give it to me. Uh, how do we know the honey in question is that sticky stuff bees make? And not Honey Honey Boo Boo Child. Oh, which loves Honey Boo Boo more? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Honey Boo Boo was raised by a family of bears. So I've seen the show. I'm fairly sure they are all actually hibernating during that show. And did so, they did they like force feed her honey? Like, yeah, that's what's in her special go go juice. It's like 100 percent honey and rhinestones. Um. But bees, I've got to imagine they love Honey Boo Boo as well because, you know, like she's got that like basically humming hummingbird feeder like sugar water on her at all times, which, you know, bees are going to come and take that sugar and make some sweet stuff with it. I don't know. Whatever bees do. <laughs> bees. Is that? I Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too clear about how honey becomes in existence. Well, there are birds and there are bees. And they come together oh. and make honey. That makes sense. Um, how do we? I just feel like even more important. How do we know that they're talking about honey boo boo and not honeys like fly honeys? Which loves? Oh, you think like which loves well, beautiful women? Who will who will take you on a better date? A swarm of bees or a bear? A, and who is going to value you more? That's one. That's one bear. It's gotta be like, bears. You want to know why? That's because they give bear yeah. hugs. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he'd barely be able to afford the date. I don't know though. Those <laughs> those uh, those hornets. They sure are the bees' knees. I don't know. I've heard that they're all pretty loose. Hornets. <laughs> yeah, and if you get an STD from them, it'll sting. <laughs> um. Although bears are going to be able to like take you out for really cheap sushi because they've caught that that sweet fresh salmon. <laughs> they have it. it's right here. They could make. You I brought sushi. I brought some fresh wasabi, and here's. Although there's always going to be that moment where you're like Yogi, where'd you get this picnic basket? And he's like, Don't worry about it. Like, ask me that again. I don't want to be caught in this life of crime that you're building in for us, Yogi. I'm not going to be the Bonnie to your Clyde. <laughs> well, the 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 plus side of bees getting them honeys is that I mean, yeah, bees have a really short life cycle, but essentially they're exactly the same. So you can just move from one to the other seamlessly. Yeah, and just keep getting that sweet honey. And also yeah. you're going to be like immune to allergens, I think. Cuz they're like, "Hey girl, I got all the pollen you, from the area and now you're immune to it." 
Oh, but the problem though. Ooh. I mean, I guess yeah, you could move from one to the other, but if you get far enough and you're gonna get married on the wedding night, when you consummate this thing, that bee is gonna die. That's true. That's true. But then you're gonna have like a whole colony of, of bees to raise. I don't know how this works. I need to I need to talk to these birds again. Anyway, we need to take a vote on this. Um I'm gonna go ahead and say that bears love honey more because you don't know what you got till it's gone they pave paradise and put up a parking lot and then they found a bee's nest oh god somebody spray it the customers are angry jordan i'm going to go with bees because i have spent the past two minutes thinking about how terrifying it would be if boo boo bear from Yogi Bear got doused in honey, would that transform him into Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from. I'm pretty sure that's the actual like origin story behind that. Like Boo Boo's parents were killed uh, one night after the theater, and he covered himself in honey and is determined <laughs> to, to to get crime off the streets by sticking it to himself. Where is the honey? <laughs> He'll also get litter off the streets. It's small animals. Uh, Kevin, what's your vote? You know, I'm going bees because I, I just feel like bears have way too much stuff going on. Like, they're they're eating porridge. Like, they're getting the salmon. They're stopping forest fires. Like, they are clearly not as focused on the honey as bees are. Good point. So, Dude, thanks. that stuff bears like is garbage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Matt. And our final question comes to us from our good friends at the Big Book of Work You Rather, the the Bergs. And they would like to, they would like to know would you rather be able to transform to 100 feet tall or be able to shrink down to 3 inches tall? Go. So it's the difference between Apache Chief and um, the amazing Shrinko. Adam Ant. Ant Man could do both. Adam Ant. Yeah. Well, you got to choose one. You got to either get real big or get real small. Uh, I want to watch Harvey Birdman right now. <laughs> can we just stop this podcast so I can watch as Harvey much Birdman? as I would love to? I do still have the first two seasons on DVD. <laughs> oh gosh! You get you, you get that ring I sent you. <laughs> That thing I sent you. Um, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, uh, well, let's see what kind of jobs that these powers are going to get you. If you can like become a hundred feet tall, then you're going to like get great work as a construction worker. Um, you're going to well, you're going to be able. You're going to be a kick butt Gundam. You're gonna not be, a Gundam pilot. You will be a Gundam. You're gonna be a fantastic lumberjack, assuming you can get a big blue ox to go with you. That's true. Um, whereas if you can get real small, like you're gonna have to do super dirty jobs. You're gonna be like an exterminator, or, and those mice are gonna be dangerous. Or like a, you're gonna go and like unclog drains. I don't know. If you're getting a hundred feet tall, you're gonna become bigger and stronger. If you're getting small, you become like. You're going to be afraid of everything. Yeah, you're no longer going to be self-sufficient. You're going to be borrowing stuff all the time because you're a you, borrower. That's true. 
Although you will be able to make sweet really swords dro- out of needles. I'm glad you really drove that joke home by just throwing out there exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> Borrowing was not enough. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> three inches wait is, is it three inches yeah three inches 100 feet three inches is not small enough like you can't go subatomic at that point like you can't do like a journey to the center of the dude's body or body, body wars you can't no longer that. exist yeah. you can't do a, a like a magic field bus magic field trip school bus ralphie's body is gross trip Right, yeah, like, so So basically, you're just gonna, like, you're saying, like, you're gonna have to fight off, like, cockroaches and stuff. Well, hold on. And that's gonna be gross. Yeah. Three, three inches is three times as tall as you need to be to be a private investigator. Oh, yeah, inch high private eye. <laughs> um, another Harvey Birdman <laughs> reference. We're there just very uh, Hanna-Barbera well, this episode. I just love Hanna-Barbera. Um, I watched a lot of cartoon work growing up. Barbaric. Barbaric. Um, but Great another thing, like, have you seen the movie Honey I Shrunk the Kids? That movie is terrifying. Like, there's nothing good about that movie. There were no bears. I mean, that blew in that up one, the kids. But there were bees. Think of if he had blown up that baby to a hundred feet tall. That would be terrifying. Oh, that was terrifying. That was that that was Giant um, Toddler is a really scary scenario. Like Great that, name like, for a band, though. <laughs> Giant toddler. Um, um, whereas mini toddler is also terrible because you might step on it, and then and then you're a fiend of children. Um, advantage being able to be really tall, you're kind of ladies are going to be like, "Whoa, that's you're like you're super buff and strong." Um, if you can get like three inches tall, they're just going to be like, "Ugh." Just looking up girls' skirts all the time, trying to sneak into into gym rooms. Like even why if is, you didn't do why that, why does every girl in this scenario sound like an old hag? Um, well, you, they're all going to be thinking it. Even if you have the self control not to do those things, everyone's going to assume that you're just a dirty little dude. Uh, bonus for three inch scenario, you're going to make Vern Troyer feel really tall. And he deserves it. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! I, you, this argument was just solved for me. Um, I'm gonna have to go with three inch because every burger becomes a feast. Oh, I will save shoot. so much more on groceries. <laughs> oh man! Like, take your favorite food, get a little bit of it, shrink on down to like. Uh, oh, man. Tyler, how are you gonna pay for that? With real size money he's gonna steal no, i'm it. gonna pay for it at like at real size take it home then in the comfort of my home shrink down and just bathe in macaroni uh you know what happens though you get larger and the macaroni stays the same size as it always was and so it shrinks in your stomach so basically oh, man. so you're saying you're describing that I'm running the... the i'm running the risk of like getting big and being like just crushingly hungry like yeah no right you're away. just you're basically describing the anorexic stream scenario oh well i don't mean hey, to but... brag but i'm looking pretty good <laughs> um if you're super tall 
a marathon is going to be like no big deal. Mm, like, oh, true. I'm going to run a marathon next weekend. Oh, I just ran a marathon. And But you can shrink back down to regular size, and you're like, oh, I did that. And ladies are going to be like, you're the greatest. And I, I No, I ladies must. are going to be like, I totally – that you, you took a one step. <laughs> no, they're not going to know. You just make sure they didn't see you do it, and then they're going to think that you were just normal size How is this going to affect your prospects as a professional basketball player? Oh, wow. Um, amazing, because everything will be a dunk. A yeah, but hold dunk. on. The ball's still really small, so you got to, like – bring tweezers giant tweezers with you to hold on to that basketball oh and that's going to create jobs for the giant tweezer industry yeah thanks obama you you've saved the economy um advantage getting three inches tall you'll be able to drive around remote control cars (laughs) that'll be pretty sweet and think how much gas that's going to save you yeah you won't get places very quickly though um yeah but if you're three inches tall Think about trying to use a computer. It is going to take you 40 minutes oh, to try to type out an Three email. Like you're going to have to jump around. Remote control. You're going to have to jump around that keyboard. Remote control helicopter. Uh, three inches tall, you bring up that Hulu, shrink down. Oh, hello there, theater screen size. Just going to take a seat on my keyboard. Oh, hello there, all the movies that I don't want to see because they're terrible, Hulu. <laughs> Whatever. They've <laughs> got 30 rock. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Um, Kevin, what you going with? I'm going 100, 100 feet tall. You're going with a hundo. Cause then, yeah, because then I could swat planes out of the sky, and that would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with 100 feet tall as well, because then I'm a really sweet Swedish, Swedish indie music artist. <laughs> Hoping you were going to go with Swedish chef. Um <laughs> But I I will also no yeah yeah I'll go with hundred feet Ooh, tall uh, I'll I'll uh, go yeah. I'll go with the tallest man on earth and the broadest shoulders yeah tallest man broadest shoulders indie but um hey, we've but, made that same pair of jokes before I don't know yep. why <laughs> yes we um, have walking down memory lane but I will go with that as well so thank you so much Bergs. For supplementing our questions and you know what i i would love for folks to send in more and more questions so that we can just push them off the face of the planet and you can do that at ninjas versus podcast that's versus vs no period at gmail.com you can send us question or send us great audio questions there as well it's so easy to do you got a smartphone just like there's a record thing on there export it uh, you can also, if you're if you're shy, you can go to formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. You can get us on our Facebook page where <laughs> there will be a picture of Jordan's beard uh, <laughs> shortly. And also we just, we have fun. We talk about stuff and you don't have to post questions. We had some great people post some, we had Zach Bailey post some great uh, bacon flavored <laughs> um, shaving cream on there. And there was a fun discussion about that. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's a great time all around. And you can also get a hold of us on Twitter using the MVP hashtag or just tweeting directly at Ninjas vs. Podcast. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, yeah, we do. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I would like to point out, I mean, we can't keep 
letting him be the constant tweeter. Anyways, Tolia is uh, the really the only one using the MVP hashtag for its intended purpose. And, you know, we've had so many Tolia tweets of the week that, you know, we can still have another Wait, one. no, no. We had we had a tweet at Ninjas Versus podcast, though, from RCP Love, Rachel Perry. That's big true. Big fan of the show. Who... Um, said that she loved using it as road trip music and her and L- Lauren Krimmel listened to it and also they used the hashtag uh, dubstep remix. That's pretty good. But they and... did not use the MVP hashtag which does not qualify them for Tweet of the Week. Uh, Jordan <laughs> rules with an iron fist. And there's also, <laughs> did you see the new Twitter account that popped up that What's is that? on there? MVP um, Ninjas versus Wisdom Go. It is a Twitter account that is uh, posting quotes from the show uh, that are mostly um, Ninjas versus podcast related wisdom. Some of it is um, embarrassing things that that we've said, <laughs> like me telling women not to worry about stalkers on the internet. Yeah, I don't can do that. only imagine Ninjas versus Wisdom is run by Jeffrey Lawton. <laughs> I can only hope so, but it's still something that is worth your time checking out that can um give you, you know, like look on there and then go back and listen to some of our old episodes. Yeah. But anyways, our tweet of the week is from Mitchell Warren, who said, great night at pinball, hashtag MVP. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a great night at pinball when we're involved. Uh, it's also a photo. Uh, I love when we just go down to the old pinball alley and pinball it up for a couple of hours it's like and... laser tag for adults <laughs> what no how is that even true you can also go to our rss site where we have streaming at ninjas versus podcast dot eric trivia that's e-r-i-c-t-o-r-i-b-i-o.com stream episodes there you can download episodes if you're not crazy about the itunes and you can see little pictures that i find and put up for each episode but more importantly you can check out the spam comments we've been getting from our wonderful wonderful spam bots and let me see what we have here this week um <laughs> our first comes to us from online Tradle FedEx for episode 22 Sasuke-kun who says thank you for visiting my page smiling <laughs> which I I'm not sure when we did that um <laughs> another one on <laughs> Sasuke-kun that has the longest um title the person who made the comment was join sensi deutschland join sensi deutschland become a sensi consultant <laughs> canada sell sensi online sell sensi candles from home sell sensi candle online sell candles make money start a candle business online with sensi work from home home legitimate work and they said i came upon this site by accident <laughs> but i had to see this post i'm going to recommend it to my dad to check out thanks so, folks, recommend more of these episodes to your dads. Dads are our, our, like, number one demographic. So, please go ahead and forward those along. But <laughs> I think my favorite uh. comment in a while comes to us from Kathy, who episode on our most... who com- Wait, the... Wait, like the comic strip? Kathy? Yes, I can only assume. Who, ep- who commented on our most recent episode, episode 51, The Griddler. The title was wow hard to find and the content was hi it was hard to find this blog 
ever tried .gov links for better ranking? <laughs> uh, if only we were a government-sponsored podcast. Yeah, uh, we're moving to ninjasversuspodcast.gov. So uh, Obama mean... had actually, after he found me a job, personally, uh, he we I, I called to thank him, and then he asked me how, how things going. And I said, you know, our podcast could Needs really, a bailout. really use that .gov uh, bailout. Please we, give us, he said, pump us with some stimulus said, money and give us a .gov. And we need it, Obama. Dude, Barack <laughs> Barry pulled through. He actually, we're going to bring that little known fact. Uh, Baggins, Sag, and Barry grew up to be Barack Obama. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, Obama. Uh, um, the one ring. He went there and back again. <laughs> no, that's true. From the White House to the White House. Um, and so. Thank you so much to um, Animal Tropical for our intro song, 20 Miles, and to Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. Um, thank you so much to our newest fans on Facebook, Paul Bench, uh, a good friend of mine who just recently found the show and has been listening to it at work. Thanks so much, Paul. You the best. And thank you to our very most recent listener, Vash Murphy who commented on our most recent episode listing on the Facebook. I'm a dog. Woof, woof. I don't listen to podcasts, but I would if I had thumbs. Uh, You skipped right over, and if she actually listens to this, she would probably be super mad. You skipped oh, right, Courtney Cameron. right over Courtney Cameron. Courtney Cameron, I'm so sorry. I forgot to put you on my Word document, but you did. You liked it today. You are more recent than Vash the Dog Murphy. And you are also much warmer <laughs> in our hearts. Um, oh, that's dynamite. And I believe that Vash is the, the dog of Murph Murphy. Big fan of the One show. One can only hope. And I, was, I hope that he's not. I hope that he is a completely independent dog who has the skills to type but not to listen to podcasts. And go ahead and check out Murph's show, The Dork Knight Podcast. If you're a fan of things nerdy, then you're going to love them. Um, they also help to workshop the uh, the actual Kentucky kayak beverage, which is pretty fantastic. And by it, it's not fantastic. I had it. Did we? Did I ever do an update for the podcast? No, but it was probably delicious. No, right? I made it uh, earlier this summer. I used I used the proper Capri Sun. It was the one with the kayak on it. I believe it's. Yeah, uh, I think he used a different Capri. He used Sun a different one, so maybe his was better. But I used. I think it was Pacific Cooler or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Pacific Cooler has um, the uh, yeah and. I used some Jim Beam whiskey straight out of Kentucky. Uh, it tasted awful. So I cannot. Wait, wasn't. Uh, I cannot in good conscience uh, recommend it to any of our listeners. But it will get you drunk. If that's what you're looking for, it'll get you drunk. It'll get you real drunk. Um, uh, Ninjas versus Podcast. It'll get you drunk. A, 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 a very elaborate drinking game. Um, and if you are new to the show, please consider going on to iTunes and giving us a rating or a review. That really is kind of the lifeblood of the podcast. It's how new people find out about it. So any ratings and reviews yeah. are good on there and consider liking us on Facebook as well. But more than anything, share this show with somebody you love and Tyler. get love in your life. It's all that matters. Jordan. Tyler, I just downloaded iTunes yesterday. Is it disingenuous 
for me to go and give us the most awesome review ever. Um, you can do it. I can't stop you, but I, I well, you sent in your own question. I haven't. Yeah, that's true. I haven't personally reviewed the podcast yet. I bet you rated um, it though. I, I gave it a five. It's good. <laughs> I did neither of those things because I, I, I hate our podcast. That's true. Kevin, it's the worst. We drag stuff. Kevin on every week. Oh, man. Uh, it's it's actually at gunpoint. <laughs> That's true. He, they have they've kidnapped my family. And That's why he's going to do well. We're holding apocalypse. we are holding That's George right. Hampy of georgehampy.com ransom. So thank you so much. I was wondering how we is were going to work that in. Is Jampy in New York? Is or is he in L.A. for his acting job yet? No, no, that starts uh, late January. Okay, oh, he better listen be in... to our shows. Hey guys, if anybody, if anybody's from the Frisco, George Hampy of www.georgehampy.com is going to be in the show. Guys, when he Metaphor, makes keep it an eye big, it. I read it. When he makes it big and then tells everyone about our podcast, we are going to be so huge. That's true. Uh, we're yeah, gonna we're gonna be so tall. huge. All these, um, all these, One Tree Hill fans. All these uh, name drops that we're giving him—it's all gonna come coming back to us in the form of dollar signs. People are gonna be like, "I knew about GeorgeHampy.com before it was a wildly selling okay. app and had an Angry Birds tie-in." <laughs> George Hampy, Birds. George Hampy, Angry Birds. Uh, they're just—they just all have different expressions of his face on there. <laughs> Every every time you miss, somebody says, "What's that? <laughs> What's that?" <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, was actually submitted to us by Cassandra Dasher. Thank you so much for the question, Cassandra, and she wants to know ninjas versus the podcast. Go so ninjas versus us. Oh gosh, ninja! <laughs> Who would win? Because, um, I mean, I voted against myself in a zombie apocalypse. You think I'm gonna vote for me against ninjas? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put my money on us because Kevin does have a like a Toronto or whatever that sword is called. <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Toronto. They don't pronounce the T. Um, I'm going ninjas. We suck. <laughs> we would just talk the whole time and then die that's true so they... and and ninjas hate puns that is that is very true it goes against actually, everything wait, they no, stand Jap- for japanese people love puns so we actually no we're gonna win yeah i, I vote for us <laughs> so as ever i'm tyler i'm jordan and i'm kevin and until next week Go ahead and cut deep V's into all of your shirts. Tyler, did you really want to say until next week? That's committing that we're going to get an episode out next week. Oh, we'll have an episode out next week. Oh, no. Wait, why would we not? <laughs> yeah, usually I just say until next time. I guess Where I am pretty oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Alright, I'm <laughs> stopping my other What an episode. We'll oh my god. Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss
right, let's do this. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> you had the thing! You had the idea! I want to do the, the Le Mis one, and I can't think of what the numbers are. I'm doing the numbers from Lost. It's 24601. Yeah, 24601. That's, That's not right. true. Yeah, look it up. No. Is it 24601? Yeah, it is. No, that is 24601. He's correct. You search 246. You put 24601 in the little <laughs> bar in Google Chrome, and the first result is Jean Valjean Wikipedia. Oh, I'm thinking of his second prison number. He doesn't have more than one, does he? The Urban Dictionary definition of 24601 is John Valjean's prison number in the musical Les Mis. That's not very urban. That's more like proletariat dictionary. Broadway dictionary. <laughs>